get your head stuck in a book. I promised we'd look in on Mrs. Sefton. We must collect your dress from Dorchester, and there are a million other things to do today. Rose pulled a face behind her mother's back. She edged out of the breakfast room, swiping a rasher of bacon on the way. Here, good boy, she whispered, winking conspiratorially at Boris, who lumbered after her with drooling jaws. As Alex Denham washed and shaved that evening, he scowled at his reflection in the pitted, freckled glass. Why was he bothering, he wondered. Why was he going to so much trouble when he knew what they all thought of him? If he'd burst in wild and dishevelled, dressed in poacher's corduroys or the old tweed jacket he wore when he went hacking, they wouldn't be surprised. They'd merely nod their heads and whisper, Well, of course, he's Viola's son. What can one expect? So he didn't want to go to Lady Courtney's party, He'd always hated going to Charton Minster, the gracious, honey-coloured mansion half a mile away, where the ghastly Courtney family lived in regal splendour. He was going tonight to please his guardian, for Henry seemed determined that Alex should mix socially with the people who had snubbed his mother. "'Let bygones be bygones. Turn the other cheek,' said Henry Denham. But Alex wasn't made like that, and he could not forgive. He wiped the flecks of soap away and then reached for his shirt. He wondered if he'd see the heiress, if he'd have to watch as she was fawned over and courted by the flower of the county. He'd rather liked her once, at least as much as a boy of twelve could like a girl of ten. But since she'd left the schoolroom, she had put her hair up, laced herself into a set of stays, and learned to look down her well-bred nose at him. Perhaps, he thought, he shouldn't be surprised. She'd probably heard a version of events that had shocked and horrified a sheltered girl like Rose, especially if she hadn't suspected anything before. Alex, on the other hand, had been collecting shreds and patches of the local gossip for almost twenty years. He'd stitched them all together to make his mother's shroud. She was always flighty from a girl. It was grooms and gardeners, first of all. Then she had that artist chap who was the boy's real father. She'd been dead for eighteen months, but still the gossip flowed. In rural Dorset, friends and neighbours usually let the dead rest in their graves, but in Viola Denham's case, they made a rare exception. Ready then, my boy? Henry Denham's kind but foolish face appeared at the door of Alex's dressing room. Come along, old fellow. We're going with Lizzie Sefton and her daughters. It doesn't do to keep the ladies waiting. I'm coming now, sir, Alex said. Although he liked Henry Denham very much, Alex was secretly quite glad the old man wasn't his father. As well as a crumbling manor house and a decrepit rabbit-bitten estate, he might have inherited those embarrassing jug ears and that great bulbous nose. It had been a tedious process, being dressed and crimped and titivated by her mother's maid, But when she looked in the glass that evening, Rose could see the hours of pain and boredom had paid off. The riot of unmanageable black curls had been subdued, cajoled, then tamed with bandoline, and her unruly brows were plucked and arched. Two discreet spots of rouge were carefully smudged on her pale cheeks. Now she was laced into a cruel whalebone corset, 
She had a woman's figure, not a gawky girl's, and her new gown became her very well. Simply cut and artfully draped in the elegant fashion of the spring of 1914, the dress was made of softest, salmon-coloured taffeta. The style rounded out her slender figure, while the colour warmed her sallow skin. A scatter of tiny crystal beads were sewn across the bodice, catching the light and adding sparkle to her large grey eyes. When she met her father on the landing, Sir Gerard stood back to look at her, then nodded his approval. You look enchanting, darling, he began. That's an exquisite gown. Thank you, Daddy, Rose smiled back at him, reflecting that he hadn't yet seen the bill. But Sir Gerard might be worked on, she decided. She'd go to Oxford yet. She walked down the great staircase.